regular pump, I was feeling quite at ease. I rolled down my window and told the man if the cents were clean. Ooh, 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 baby. Ooh, baby, baby, what's that sound? Ooh, I think that's the sound of five o'clock, Patrick. <laughs> that's right, Ryan. <laughs> Welcome to the Parrothead Podcast. Oh, we are ooh, back. Baby, we're back. We had a little oh. bit of a January snooze set, is what I'll call it. <laughs> January snooze set. <laughs> we, were, we were on island time for a few weeks. We absolutely were. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's been um, it's, it's been a hot minute since you and yes. I actually recorded together. Yes. Um, how, how have you been? What's been going on? Oh, I've been good. I've just been uh, hanging out, having a having a great old time. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. We what what happened in this? It's what? It's the end of January when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. So my January has been uh, wonderful. It's been uh, just a lot of uh, uh, hanging out. I'm I'm currently. Uh, Floating free from any sort of job, living that parrot head yes, lifestyle. That's right. Congratulations. Thank you very much. How's yeah. that been? How's that it's been? It's been great. It's been just kind of getting all my stuff in order and making sure that uh, uh, I'm doing uh, the right things and things that I want to do, following my heart, my sure. passion. Oh, yeah. Because I'm young and dumb and I can do what I want right now. That's right. So that's I give what you I'm going full for. permission to do whatever you want. Thank you so much. I'm going to so set welcome. those sails up and I'm going to let the wind take it. Uh, wherever it may go. Uh, <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. That's it's been great. great. I, I also that. joined something called Story Pirates. Oh, yeah. Have I you know heard about Story? That? Yeah. Yeah. So what we do is we take stories. Uh, we go to elementary schools and schools around the country, and we take stories written by children, and we turn those stories into big performances. And then we bring them back to those kids in those schools, and we perform them for those kids. And those kids get to feel like rock stars, and we make really funny little shorts about them and it's amazing it's been awesome so it's been very fulfilling about that that's a great thing yeah it's been great good for you it's so nice yeah what about you ryan we are sitting in a new studio we are in a new studio uh my girlfriend and i olivia we just moved in together wow there it is there it is big leap yes the big leap and uh so far it has been a dream it has been great that's awesome it's been wonderful uh you know for for so long uh, her and I were, uh, were, were doing the thing where like every Sunday night we would pack stuff up, just like living out suitcases, going from one apartment to the next. Right. And it's just a nightmare to yeah. do that. Cause like yeah, yeah. I had no idea where any of my stuff was. Mm-hmm. And so now we've moved in, we're in a brand new area, get to explore a new neighborhood. Yeah. You're, you're five minutes away from me. Five minutes away from you, which it's is perfect. terrific. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea you were so close. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, plenty to do, but it's, it's great. very exciting. It's a great way to start a year. That's always what my mom says. My mom says, uh, you move in with someone when uh, it's more inconvenient to have two places. When it's like you're with that person all the time anyways, might as well save yep. the money. Yep, and that's yeah, exactly yeah. what it was. You know, Perfect. we were with each other 24-7, so yeah. it just made sense. Like, why are we spending money on two apartments? Why are we bouncing back and forth? Why do we need to live out of suitcases? Like, let's exactly. just combine everything. Let's make this easier. Let's yeah. go for it. Well, Ryan, this is a big year of change for us. Big year of change. Both of us going Both through some big us. changes. Lots going on. Lots going on in the world of Buffett as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Speaking of uh, something that really hasn't changed for 40 years, Jimmy Buffett, <laughs> but <laughs> he has a lot of changes coming this year. He uh, really does. We felt like we needed to do some sort of little uh, Buffett news catch up yeah, because there's yeah. so much going on. Um, first and foremost, something that's very uh, near and dear to the both of us living in Los Angeles, uh, the uh, the Margaritaville at City Walk in Los Angeles is coming along and it should be here soon. It's very exciting. Yeah. I cannot 
cannot wait. He just opened a new one in Tulsa, if you saw this past weekend. In Tulsa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, why Tulsa was finished before ours was finished, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Maybe they needed one more. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Maybe their airplane was a little bit smaller sure, to get into the of roof. of course, of course. But <laughs> who knows? Maybe we're getting a bigger airplane. <laughs> I expect we are. I hope that they put together the, the uh, War of the Worlds airplane uh, that's sitting on the Universal back lot. That's right. Because there's a, a splayed out crashed airplane as part of the studio tour. Yep. Maybe they are going to compress that and put it onto the ceiling. Oh, I hope so. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> that's my hope. A big 747. For something, right? Yeah, this is the, the City Walk, you know, the City Walk Hollywood Margaritaville. We need a 747 in there, not just some little skiff, you know? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah. No. But that's very exciting. Uh, a couple other dates that I found that I wanted to let you know about that I think we need to start thinking about. Mm-hmm. First of all, this isn't something that's happening to us, but Jimmy Buffett is playing in Australia. He's playing Blues Fest in April. He is? Yes, he's playing Blues Fest. Listen to this lineup. Okay. Other acts are slated are Santana, Patti Smith, the Doobie Brothers, Lumineers, St. Paul and the Broken Bones, and Mary J. Blige. (laughs) (laughs) And Jimmy Buffett is headlining. I want to... I. (laughs) <laughs> who who do you think wants to be there and who do you think got tricked? <laughs> <laughs> I really can't tell. Like there's like literally like every single person is covered by Blues Fest. That's so I would funny. say none of these are blues either. Maybe St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Uh-huh. But that's more funk, I would consider it. Santana is not blues. No. Mary J. Blige could maybe do maybe she does a little bit of blues. Doobie Brothers is not blues. Lumineers is not blues. <laughs> Patti Smith is not blues. No. I don't know what's going on here. Maybe they're just kind of is throwing it, it all to the wall. Is it a popular festival? Uh, I can't really super tell. I think it is. I mean, this is a huge lineup to get people. Yeah. Like, to get those people, regardless of how disparate they are, <laughs> is a huge deal. So that's happening in Australia. That's happening in Australia. Okay. And I wanted to bring this up. We haven't ever discussed this, but I think it's time we start discussing maybe trying to go to a meeting of the minds. Ooh. Do you know what those are? No, tell me. A meeting of the minds, if you're a paired head and you're listening right now, you know all about it. Mm-hmm. A meeting of the minds is every year in Key West, all the paired heads flock, PH, flock, together to one area, and Mac McAnally sometimes plays, Jimmy Buffett will come. I have We've heard seen, of this, yeah. yes. And it's in Key West. It's no, I wanted to look up the dates today. <laughs> it's uh, November 1st to the 5th okay. in Key West, Florida. It's the 26th annual meeting of the minds uh, uh, titled We're Still Here. <laughs> and I think we have to go. I think we have to go to the meeting all of the right, minds. All right. All right. I'm it's down. Four days in Key West. That we sounds just hang amazing. Out. It looks like everyone brings their uh, like lawn chairs and everyone does different performances. It's very exciting. Uh, Where are those dates again? November 1st to November 5th. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Let's just put it in right now. <laughs> put it in the calendar. If you're listening and you're going to the Meeting of the Minds, let us know what we need to know about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, let's, uh, yeah, if, if there's any, if, there, if it's worth it, if there's something that we would do there that would be embarrassing. Yes. As a new person of, to the yes. Meeting of the Minds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know. But we'll let, be as prepared as possible. The Paired Head Podcast wants to be at Meeting of the Minds this yes. year. Yes. That's what I want to say. Okay, great. So let's Let's do it. it. We're going to do it. Okay. It's going to be four days. <laughs> Tickets are inundated. booked. Tickets are booked. <laughs> yep. We're going We're for ready it. to go. <laughs> so those are the important dates I wanted to discuss. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to touch base on, this is something uh, we, I, I think we might have touched on earlier, maybe briefly, but the, uh, the Jimmy Buffett musical Ugh, is coming up. 
Escape to Margaritaville. Escape to Margaritaville. <laughs> there is not a better name. No way. There's not a better name. And Margaritaville in itself is an escape. Mm-hmm. That's actually what a little messes me up a little bit. Uh huh. That it's an escape. Margaritaville itself is an escape. So it's like an escape to an escape. It's like Ooh. a double escape. <laughs> like, is there other parts of Margaritaville? You know, we have we have Cheeseburgeropolis. We have Margaritaville. We still don't have our map. So if you're a cartographer, give us a call. Yes, please. Um. Uh, we have our yeah Margaritaville cheeseburger in paradise. There's a beach, beach house, house on, on the moon. moon. <laughs> there's one particular harbor. Uh-huh. What is the inner city? Maybe there's oh. a city hall. Maybe it takes place in Margaritaville City Hall. Okay, I'm okay. Very excited. <laughs> <laughs> so that is coming up soon. Yes, in San Diego. San Diego, and then bouncing to Chicago, and then they've already announced Broadway. Yeah, and it's 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 planned for Broadway. Yeah, so it goes La Jolla, California, mm-hmm. May 9th to June 25th. It's the world premiere. Great. And then the pre-Broadway tour goes actually to New Orleans first, October 20, 20th to the 28th. Houston, October 31st to November 5th, during Meeting of the Minds. Remember mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. And then Chicago, November 9th to December 3rd. And then Broadway, spring 2018. Ooh, wow. I know. Okay, okay. That's a lot going on. It's very exciting. And it it uh we there was a trailer released. There was a trailer for this, released. And we have the trailer here. We have the trailer. We're going to play a clip of Maybe it. Maybe you can read the descriptions cuz a lot of it is there's there's text over a cast recording of yep. uh one particular harper. Yeah. So the so the 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 <laughs> caption of this <laughs> the caption of this video is shell sink dreams float life's good on her boat. <laughs> We hope you'll join us for one of the stops on our journey to Broadway. Come share a cold one with a cold one with us. Oh my <laughs> Come gosh. Share a cold one with us. Putting it all in there. <laughs> cold one is not something I would say is a buffet no. phrase, but we'll take it. When Escape to Margaritaville, the musical floats into town and then they have <laughs> a sailboat emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear a little bit of this launch trailer because, okay. oh my goodness, I am so excited for Make it. Make sure to read the captions as yeah, they come Yeah, I will, out. I will. Oh From God. the legendary songwriter Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> A new musical comedy getaway. <laughs> Escape to Margaritaville. <laughs> More than a musical, it's a way of life. Ooh, there it is. There it is. The fun we had. Ooh, listen. Oh, that, gosh. Ooh, there's some waves at the end. There's some waves at the end. <laughs> Nothing makes me more excited oh my gosh. than this musical. That is so exciting. That cast recording is going to be the craziest thing in the world. I'm it's just imagining a full choir. Gosh. And just like Broadway-trained actors yeah. performing these songs. Yeah. It's grapefruit and juicy fruit. <laughs> Do you think it's going to be like a like a like a sung-through musical, like a Hamilton type deal, or like, is it like gonna, like a uh, like the a, entire a, a hip hop opera, like yeah. a rock opera, <laughs> like a performance <laughs> constant? I don't think so because I will say mm-hmm. it's written by Greg Garcia and Mike O'Malley. Mm-hmm. Mike O'Malley, for all the millennials, we know him as uh, the referee. On Guts, he was the host of Guts. Yep, yep. Good at the scoreboard, boom. But he was in a bunch of shows. He was in uh, uh, Yes, Dear with with Greg Garcia. Yes, that's and right. Greg Garcia is a, a great showrunner who has uh, done what My Name Is Earl and Yes, Dear mm-hmm. and uh, The Millers, and he has the show The Guest Book that's coming out. Uh, this year at some point with my good friend Lou Wilson, who's in there. Love Lou Wilson. Wonderful, wonderful, great man. guy. Um, 
So yeah, so they're but they're great comedy writers. So I think it's actually going to be a really funny. They must also be parodies. Oh, they've got to be parodies. Yeah. I mean, you can't just not be a parodies and write on this. How do you think this idea came about? I mean, this is one of the very no. I was going to say one of the few things that Jimmy Buffett hasn't tapped into, but he has. He done. did. Wasn't there that musical? Um, the Don't stop the carnival. Don't stop the carnival. Yeah, which is yeah. in the nineties, I believe. Was in the nineties. Uh-huh. That's on Kalaloo, which is very bad. <laughs> well, I cannot we wait till we get to. <laughs> oh <laughs> Don't stop the carnival. You can't wait till we get to that. I can. I can <laughs> wait for that. Um. <laughs> so how how did how do you think this came about? I think that they were sitting around. They realized that they're. Uh, they, it's one of those things where it's. Uh, you know, Alexander the Great wept because there were no more places to conquer. It's mm-hmm. that kind of situation. Sure. <laughs> I think he was like, I haven't really rocked Broadway. Yeah. The way I like, and you know, Jersey Boys did their thing, and uh, there's a Carol King musical. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really big musicals uh, that are like jukebox musicals off of uh, popular artists. And I think that he was like, we need to just go like full throttle try and make a really good one. I yeah. think that's what happened. Yeah. What I love to imagine, because I did mu- musicals in high school, Right. what I love imagining is uh, I would always get excited when a big musical was on Broadway because I'd be like, oh, I wonder when that's going to be available to perform in high school. So what, 10 okay. years from now, 20 years from now, all these little 15-year-olds are going to be singing, coming why out. why don't we get drunk? <laughs> yeah, singing, why don't we get drunk and screw. <laughs> I'm already looking forward to that. Yeah. The freshman gets cast as... Uh, uh, Carmen. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's great. Oh, so much fun. Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on in the world of Buffett. Do you think now he hasn't announced a new album, right? He, he has, hasn't. No, no, he hasn't announced a new album except, but he just released his, the sea sun. He for, did. His yeah. Record. Yeah. He did. Um, I mean, do you think, do you think we're on the cusp of some, I mean, I, I feel like this is going to be a big year for Buffett, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like it's going is. that way. I mean, his, his musicals rocking out outrageous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is going, there was kind of rumors that he might, uh, tour less. Tour well. less. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Could mean is, an album. He's getting a little old. He's getting a little well. old. Could mean break for an album Maybe as well. Maybe a break for an album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can see another album coming out. You think it would be a new, a new album? I think so. I think we're due. I'm going to predict something that Jimmy Buffett might do. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this might be nuts, but okay. it's, 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 I'm doing like a, if this is true about Buffett, what else is true? Great. I can see Buffett releasing an album full of covers of his own songs. <laughs> that would be my theory. Like he literally releases an album where he, he just re-sings like, uh, you know, uh, Whatever, he went to Paris. <laughs> hey, guys, you know what would be better than making a brand new album? Making an album of old stuff that I just sing again. <laughs> right, exactly. He just sings it older now. The same songs, but older is what he'll call it. We're same getting, songs, We're just getting older. rock band versions of all of the songs. Yeah. <laughs> Which I already love. The version of, of, of Volcano is amazing. <laughs> Play my rock band every day. Let's do that. I listen to that nonstop. No, I think I think we could see a new, a new one. I also can see... Um, him kind of like i because he's been getting a little political lately he's been yeah. he's doing charities and stuff charity events i can maybe see him uh tapping into his uh high cumberland jubilee down to earth period man i early so. 70s folk activist artist we know it's in him i know i would implore that as the young buffett fans we are i'm gonna jimmy i'm gonna implore for you to go for it that's right. We Write need, we need some folk. We need some like heartfelt yeah. song. Right. I would love that because I tell you what, over 
over the past month while we were on hiatus, mm-hmm. uh, I have listened to High Cumberland Jubilee multiple times. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's such, it's so it's much fun. So I good. love it so much. So good. God don't own a car. You just can't stop, huh? You love that one specifically? <laughs> it's no. So ridiculous. Um, but today on the show, we're going to talk about Jimmy Buffett's third slash some might consider his first album yes a white sport coat and a pink crustacean absolutely yeah 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 uh, um general takeaway uh when i first listened to this album a couple years ago uh didn't really love it that much mm-hmm. gave it another couple of run-throughs over the past month or so and uh really really enjoy it i agree i'm gonna i was gonna tell you i really connected with this album as well um, because uh, we, you know, we're going through all the albums. We've been listening to a lot of Buffett. Yep. There's a lot to take in of mm-hmm. his. Uh, so taking this little bit of time off, like I was uh, really thinking about it, and I started listening to this with a, a little bit of fresh, uh, fresh eyes on it, and it really is wonderful. It's like a really great album. Everything we loved about uh, Down to Earth and High Cumberland Jubilee is here mm-hmm. with like everybody, everything I love unironically about Jimmy Buffett's later stuff is also in here. Yeah. It's like a real merge of like, uh, maybe his most universal album is this album. Yeah, I would agree. I'd agree. There's a lot of great stuff here. A lot of, uh, a lot, a lot of standards, standards that are still played in concert. Yeah. Um, so th- there, there's a lot to love about it. There absolutely is. And, uh, yeah, as, as I mentioned, um, this is the this is the album that's considered uh, among most Parrotheads as his first album. Yes, yeah. People do not talk about those other albums. No. We have, for the record, we we are out there a little bit. There are a couple Parrotheads who rebuked us when we said that. <laughs> yep. There were a, the two other albums were unreleased or lost because they were saying it's lost. Well, I had it. I had a vinyl of it in the eighties. Yes, and I would like to say that um, for High Cumberland Jubilee, mm-hmm. I believe it was considered lost and uh, it, w- it was eventually released by the label. I think what we had said, or maybe we didn't say, but 1998 was when it came out on Compact Disc. Yes. yes. Sorry about that, yes. Compact Disc. Yes, correct. So apologies to the apologies to everyone. two or three parrot heads that lost their minds at yeah, us Yeah, look, on I Facebook. get it. Okay, and we get it. You're passionate. We're passionate, too. Yes. We are also as a little more uninformed. That's right. And that's why we're doing this, to experience and learn. Exactly. So if, if you do have corrections, we'd love to hear them. We would absolutely. <laughs> Give them to us. Yeah, yeah. Because we have said multiple times, we may not always be right but Absolutely. we will always be passionate <laughs> <laughs> we're not right we're definitely passionate you cannot argue how passionate we are do you have any takeaways from this album that stand out to you um yeah i just like really uh to me uh it 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 struck me as there's specific songs where he's clearly taking things a little more seriously mm-hmm. like death of an unpopular poet is probably my favorite song on this album because it's very sweet and it's very traditional kind of song about um you know somebody being passionate about something and it kind of going away and then everybody loving it after that person is gone yeah uh very universal theme but it's really nice and so these like sweet like serious songs uh paired with these other songs like uh i don't know why don't we get drunk and screw or peanut butter conspiracy? Peanut butter conspiracy, <laughs> grapefruit, juicy fruit. It's mm-hmm. beginning. It felt like to me this moment in Buffett's career and life where he was like, 
There's parts of things that he's always going to care about, things that keep him up at night. But yeah. also, it's time to start taking things a little less seriously. Yes. And I think that's why this is such a turning point album for me. <laughs> it's so serious. <laughs> I'm like so into this album, I'm realizing, <laughs> as I'm talking about it. Because it was like him being like, well, you know what? Let's just have fun. Like, let's have more fun with our, our shit. Yeah. Instead of like worrying so much about like changing the world and stuff. But he's also what? It was, it was 73. He released this album. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know how old he was at that point. Late 20s? Late 20s? Yeah, probably something Great. around there. Great. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, on this album, you're you're not getting so much of, of the, uh, you know, go out and change the world, Buffett, as you are. I mean, it's 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 like, uh, like you can tell, uh, like, take, for example, um, like, like comedy, right? Like, right. If, if a stand-up goes on stage and just tells the same sort of observational jokes time after time you know we've seen that before we get it but when you start to get a little more personal people start listening absolutely yeah things get funnier lean in this is your point of view and this is your like this was i was looking up a couple things about this like the the album notes for some of these songs like railroad lady i think he was on a train with jerry jeff walker and he met a woman that helped her out yeah and so they were like we liked her so much we wrote a song about her yeah (laughs) (laughs) so Peanut uh, butter conspiracy. That's oh, all yeah. about just like <laughs> shoplifting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, like, there's so much specific specificity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much of that Absolutely. in this album um, that I think is why it really spoke to me. I mean, like, uh, there are beautiful songs, there are silly songs. Um, I think to me, one that stuck out the most. Um, I really, really enjoy Cuban Crime of Passion. You do. It's such a fun song. That one's great. <laughs> it's such that a fun so song. That one's so great. Yeah, it's so good. That one's so um, great. And then, I, for whatever reason, they don't like, they don't dance like Carmen no more. It's very Clapton-y. I was just thinking very about Clapton-y. that song. That song is very Clapton-y because yes. there's this like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so nice. I wanted to say specifics about the details of this album. Yeah. For the for the number heads out there, mm-hmm. we know we got a lot of number heads. Of course, <laughs> the album reached number forty three on the Billboard Top Country Albums in uh, nineteen seventy three, mm-hmm. but it did not make the Billboard two hundred album chart. His last major release not to make that chart. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then the single "The Great Filling Station Hold Up" reached number fifty eight on Billboard Hot Country Singles chart. Yeah. So that was like a big song. This the song we played at the beginning of the. The uh, episode, uh, which is weird to me because that's not something I would imagine is playing on the radio. But it is very country twang. Very country. And Grapefruit Juicy Fruit was number 23 on Billboard Easy Listening Chart. This is, th- th- there's so many, uh, so many things happening in this album <laughs> that have stuck with Jimmy. Yeah. Um, one being like just just pure schmaltziness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Grapefruit pure Juicy Fruit is a fine example oh of my just God. a schmaltzy song. Oh, gosh. And also songwriting. So for like like great filling station holdup, like this album as a whole is one of the first times that I see Jimmy Buffett's songwriting like kind of solidifying. Yes. We did yeah, yeah. this thing, then we did another thing, and now here's the chorus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. He's just listing specifics mm-hmm. and then has a chorus and then goes into yeah. more specifics. Something that happened kind of during his day and how he feels about it. And yeah, some more he, things that happen and how he feels he about it. He does something by himself that maybe a buddy comes along and they join in this experience <laughs> together. And then that's how they feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly like, like I, I hear classic Jimmy Buffett in this album more than we have the other two albums. Absolutely. I agree with you. Um, and I really... Uh, liked why don't we get drunk and screw we've already discussed that mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. i want to talk a little bit more about that song please because i want to expand on we've previously discussed marvin gardens correct <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> okay for those who haven't listened to our episode about uh why don't we get drunk and screw marvin gardens is uh the uh, he basically is credited on this album with, uh, I believe he's credited on this. Let me read this specifically. He's credited on this album. Uh, I believe it was like uh, tambourine and beer cans. Oh, here it is. Marvin Gardens, Maracas and Beer Cans. is He's a contributing artist to this album. Marvin Gardens disappears after this album. I'm almost positive Marvin Gardens is Jimmy Buffett. Okay, it's this weird kind yeah. of inside joke that Marvin Gardens wrote, Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw? Yeah, people uh, don't quite know. <laughs> people don't quite know. But there's this very unverifiable website that I read a little bit more about Marvin Gardens. I just don't know why this is any part of the folklore. I don't know how this came up. I don't know who started it. I think it must have just been this joke that, uh, like, they weren't... There's all these long stories, though. And I wanted to just read specifically that there uh, before Jimmy Buffett could afford to have a backup band, there was the original Reed Imaginary Coral Reefer Band. The lineup was, okay, so this is the fake Coral Reefer band before the real Coral Reefers. I don't know why this, this is, this is that religious weird culty lore (laughs) 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 that is weird. But Jimmy Buffett was vocals and guitar, Marvin Gardens on guitar, Kay Passa on bass, Mm -hmm. Kitty Litter on background vocals, and (laughs) An Al Vacato on drums. <laughs> I don't know who came up with this. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, this is this is just Jimmy wanting to seem like this experience is just larger than just him. I know. <laughs> all of these up these are just weird inside jokes he just really wanted a band and it's just made so one strange up. it's so strange i also i do think the real answer is i'm reading that maybe this was uh marvin gardens was the name he used when he checked into hotels yes his pseudonym but he's also used frank bama and freddie Fishstick. <laughs> and you don't see them around but i think marvin gardens was his alter ego freddie Fishstick. <laughs> yes it says that Jimmy Buffett has gone by Freddie Fishstick. That's all. That's all I know. We need to start making a list, right? Mm-hmm. So I right, feel okay. I feel like at some point we could potentially be able to talk to at least send an email to Jimmy. Yeah, absolutely. At some point. <laughs> at some point, I just want that to happen. Mm-hmm. And here's there- my thing: Who else in the whole Parrothead community has questions? <laughs> <laughs> That's who is questioning anything. We're the only ones questioning anything. I want that timeline. <laughs> I want to know who Marvin Gardens is. 
Oh, yeah. I want to know if he ever paid back those convenience stores for all the stuff that he and his friends stole. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know things. And one of the things I want to ask Jimmy is, who is Marvin Gardens? (laughs) (laughs) We have to get a real answer. We have to get a real answer. What if we go to this Jimmy Buffett musical in May and Marvin Gardens is the main character? I bet there's got to be so many Marvin Gardens. Ooh. Oh, yeah. There's got to be like little like tidbits in Mm -hmm. there, right? Little little sprinklings of stuff. Mm -hmm. Ooh, ooh, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay, okay. Let's think about that. Yeah. But yeah, so Marvin Gardens is involved in this album and then he disappears. Mm-hmm. He does a little bit of stuff here and there and then there's all this stuff about how he died. Um, he maybe disappeared. And so that's the only... Oh, there's... So he wrote two songs technically. Um, or maybe people are saying that there's another one that was an uncredited Marvin, Gar- Marvin Gardens song in 1975. And this is the most infamous... Uh, titled Jimmy Buffett song, Please Take Your Drunken 15-Year-Old Girlfriend Home. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm beginning to think that Marvin Gardens was his scapegoat for questionably like yeah. uh, tricky songs. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's what <laughs> To which I say, maybe just don't write those songs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why don't you t- please take your drunken 15-year-old girlfriend home is a funny, weird song. Yes. Uh, but it's very insane. Was that and 1975? 1975. Okay. That's for a later time. We'll talk yes. about it another mm-hmm. time. But uh, I just wanted to bring up Marvin Gardens again. Um, how about we listen to a song? Yes. It's your song. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. What do, do you it. think? What should, we, what, what should we listen to? What do you think? What's your song on this album, Ryan? What do you mm. really love? I know you said you love uh, They Don't Dance Like Carmen No More. I love that one. I also love Cuban Crime of Passion. Oh, um, so good. I'm going to go with Cuban Crime of Passion. Oh, great. Because uh, I just love it so much. And I feel like Ugh. these two specifically, I don't know, I, I just remember my dad playing them and we would go down to my grandparents lake house oh, we just I love it. turn on tunes on like a friday afternoon and that was it for the rest of the weekend oh my god nostalgia oh yeah that is pure jimmy buffett mm-hmm. also is this the first album with uh the steel drums it might the be the first one yeah yeah is this mr utley no that's he's on piano mike utley Ooh, hear that well now Billy Voltaire was a piano player Up from Miami way He used to play in the bars He could sound like the stars Ladies would pay and pay One night he did wind up Playing in Havana town That these were his final sounds. Ooh, love that. Dancer in from the coast. Half woman, half child. She drove him half wild. He loved that lady the most. So many specifics. A lot of specifics. Here it is. It's just a Cuban crime of passion. Yeah. Messy and old fashioned. Yeah, that's what the papers did say. It's just a Cuban crime of passion. On Yanko and Knives slashing. Yeah, but that's what the. So good. Oh, here, I love this part. 
Up in America. Up in America. Love that. That's, 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 that's some of that high Cumberland Jubilee coming out, just sneaking out. Just sneaking in. It's always part of him. We can notice it. Um, I also love how on this album he starts giving he starts giving people like names, mm-hmm. like Shrimper Dan. Yeah, Shrimper Dan is great. Uh, this album is is really great for specifics. Mm-hmm. Uh, my f- maybe my current favorite Buffett specific is in this album. I re- I realized it when I was listening to uh, the music. Uh, in my lovely lady, he says she can eat her own weight up in crab meat, <laughs> which is this an is amazing. About somebody. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> this is about somebody, absolutely. <laughs> but it's she can eat her own weight in crab meat is an amazing way to describe an incredible woman. <laughs> like how incredible is that she can eat her own weight in crab meat? Oh man, really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> really good. What about you? I mean, uh, you, you, you said, uh, what what stuck out to you the most? You know, I would actually like to listen to They Don't Dance Like Carmen no more because there's something in there that I was already previously talking about that mm-hmm. I would like to point out. Okay. And right. I think it's a very exciting, yeah. Ooh. And also, this part sounds a little bit like Weezer's Say It Ain't So. It really Wrestle does. With Jimmy. <laughs> Down in my eyes. Oh, yeah, you're right. Somebody's cold. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Music is loud. This is so good, though. That slide. Oh, yeah. It's so sultry. It is very sultry. I'm just an old man. I'd probably get so. Because they don't dance like Carmen no more. I love the dissonance between how sexy this song is and Jimmy's voice. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it really like, takes you out of it. My what a pair Just doing the rumba as no one else did. He's still got it though. He's, He's got it. I know. Sliding and gliding across Hollywood Alright, I think this is but coming up. Just listen. It's like Carmen no more. Take it, Marvin. Take it, Marvin. (laughs) I never caught that before. Take it, Marvin. Take it, Marvin. Marvin Gardens. Oh. (laughs) 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 How she could balance it, I wouldn't But they don't dance like Carmen no more. That's Marvin. Yeah. He's just sweeping in the background. <laughs> sweeping in the background. Being a little horn dog. <laughs> a little weirdo horn dog. Marvin Gardens. That is a interesting, right? I, that's a really good, sultry, nice song. Yes. It feels like a really well and it also feels like a well written song too. Like it's very like uh it evolves and changes and it's like you can get on board. It's yeah. Great. There's a lot in here that feels just like like island time. Yes. Right? I mean for like, sure. like even grapefruit, juicy fruit has that I mean I I, mm. I mentioned schmaltzy before. Yeah. But I, I, I could totally invite like this has definitely been played for like old people at Boca, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like you're sitting in a bar uh on the coast or mm-hmm. on an island. Uh, it's an empty bar. Maybe it's a little chilly. So you brought your coat, but you're still on the island. You're yeah. enjoying it. I can imagine drinking like a, a drink, like a nice tropical drink. And this album is in playing in its entirety on the speakers. That would be an amazing time. Have you ever been to a legit like tiki room? 
Uh, I don't think I have. There's so many here in LA, There's right? There's so many here in LA. Oh, I've been to Tiki No in North Hollywood. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know Tiki No. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so like, j- just like these. For those that don't know, Tiki rooms or like Tiki bars in general are these places that like really, really turn the campiness up to eleven. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. everything has like like straw, and you drink out of like those tiki totem mm-hmm. glasses. Yeah. Um, the uh, there's a place in I think it's like San Francisco, but it, it Jimmy talks about in some of his songs. I forget the name, but I went there with my dad once. And that's what this song reminds me of. Like they, oh my it's God. it's one of those places. Like they have like uh like old, <laughs> like 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 old women and men in the back. They're like mixing the drinks. They're like special, and they only put them in like big carafes for the bartenders to pour out. They don't know what's in the drinks. Oh wow! Like there's a like special like science to it and you're not allowed to know what's in the drink unless you're like invited in really yeah it's almost wow. like like with like sushi chefs like you have mm-hmm. to learn with them for like secretive. 10 years or whatever Whoa. very secretive yeah very um cool. there's also one in i think it's huntington beach called beachcomber dons Ooh. which is a very popular one but it's one of those ones where like you know they don't tell us what's in the drinks there's someone that comes in once a week and makes all the drinks and then leaves it's Whoa. really weird that's really cool yeah it's that's super amazing. cool so they run out of drinks though i know like yeah yeah wow but uh i love that i i get a lot of that in this album yeah absolutely you can tell he's been influenced by the tiki rooms yeah that's that's why i feel like yeah. this album is is a uh, it's it's almost like a partial partial like breakup of genres mm. i think so i think you know? it's definitely him at a crossroads but it's like a really nice meld of like it the the two combos of like this kind of carefree island gulf and western sound yeah. mixing with this like uh nostalgic folky uh you know passionate kind of uh uh previous sound it produces this thing that's like kind of quietly strong yeah because i would i would wager a guess to say that we didn't get that type of like like actual hardcore country until like licensed to chill in like 2003 or whatever it for was. sure absolutely you know? yeah 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 because yeah. it's not country it's not straight up Mm-mm. country but this was on the country charts yeah and the easy listening charts behind <laughs> the easy listening charts Ugh, gosh <laughs> easy what behind what uh Joni mitchell uh, uh ordering nose. ordering chinese food yeah i don't <laughs> Don't get me started on my easy listening charts. Let's uh, listen to a little bit of grapefruit juicy fruit. Okay, just great. Because I, I want to play at this like schmaltiness. We just need sort of. to remember these are our roots. Maybe is this? I want to say is this the first food related song? You might be right. Let me go back and check on Down to Earth and High Cumberland Jubilee. Yeah, you go back. What and the check. names of the songs were? But I think this and this is important for us to mark as Buffett historians. The first food-related song. Because it comes up quite often. It is a recurring theme. Is this also his first brand endorsement? <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's important to know, too. <laughs> Grapefruit. A bathing suit Chew a little juicy fruit Wash away the night Driving You guzzle gin Commit a little mortal sin Ooh, mm. It's good for the soul A mortal sin Yeah 
all alone and crying ten speed. I'd also like to point out that at concerts, everybody screams out all alone and crying. <laughs> Another one of those phrases. One of those Buffett chants. All chants. alone and crying. And then everyone's like, oh, hmm, I don't like that too much. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, do you have an update for us? Uh, that is the first food-related song wow. on the albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I think okay. that's really, we got to poke a flag and uh, stick a flag right there because yeah. it's really important. And of course, we go to, uh, we use most of uh, BuffettWorld.com as our resource. <laughs> Buffett World is the number one place. We're not sponsored by them. No, nope, But it is sponsored. the number one place for Buffett It does constantly break our computers. <laughs> it, it does. We hit, <laughs> it freezes the computers up and we have to reload yeah. uh-huh. it. I think they have an uh, out-of-date flash player, but... <laughs> Uh, who's to blame them? It's not them. Flash is too finicky and yep. changes too much. Yep. Um, the note for Grapefruit Juicy Fruit, fruit on uh, this is a Jimmy's note. I think this was an album note. Uh, the, the, he says, The place was the Islander Drive-In Theater, and the movie was Payday, starring Rip Torn. The girl is from St. Petersburg, and she was running away from a bad boyfriend. The popcorn was salty, and the beer was cold. Hmm. Yeah. Another story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to see where the Islander Drive-In Theater is. I want to also know what Rip Torn's up to. He's not doing so good. Is he not? <laughs> yeah, I don't believe so. But that's for my other podcast. <laughs> Talking Rip, Rip Torn? Rip Torn Apart, yeah. <laughs> where we discuss where Rip Torn went wrong. <laughs> Was it Dodgeball? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Um, it was in uh, Stock Island, Florida, so it's in the Keys as well, I believe. Mm, okay, I believe it's down there. So this was—he was in there, and he was committing. He was committing to that lifestyle. Yeah, and he had some you know Russian Russian lady at this movie theater. Payday seems like a fine film. <laughs> when did, when did what is Payday about? Let me see. It's oh, it looks like it's a heist movie. Okay. Oh, it's no, in 1972, it's an American drama. Hmm. With Rip Torn, stars Rip Torn as a country music singer. Yeah, a successful country western singer who travels around the southern states in a Cadillac and gets himself into all sorts of adventures. Okay. So he's like, hey, like, hey, Russian lady, I sing country music. You want to come with me to watch this country film? <laughs> and she's like, well, I have a bad boyfriend, so I guess I'll do whatever you want. You know what we need to do? There is a, a wealth of Buffett information. There is. Uh, we, we, we've already talked off mic. This is probably a 50-plus podcast series. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this think, is endless. I think we can add... <laughs> I think we can add a little bit more to the pile and we can start doing like Buffett related movies or movies that show up in some way. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Buffett related films. Buffett related films. I think films. there's a lot of Buffett adjacent films. We have Payday. We have Hoot. Hoot. <laughs> <laughs> we have two. That's at least two. That's at least two. Uh, we're going to find some more as we go, I'm sure. Because yep. the good thing about Jimmy, he's influenced by what he sees. That's right. He's not writing about some abstract thought. He's influenced about what's going on in his life. That's right. Clear in Railroad Lady. Yeah. He went to Paris. Yeah. Clearly Grapefruit Juicy Fruit. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. all over the place. It's all over the place. Um, we, we have talked about how, how, how this album has kind of two different types of songs. It has the uh, the fun side of Jimmy, like the schmaltzy, schmoozy side of Jimmy. Absolutely. But then there's also the sweet side of Jimmy, which like you really get in like, uh, I have found me a home. Yes. Uh, and he went to Paris. Yes. Two other songs that stand out to me. Absolutely. Yeah, those are definitely like so sincere and so unironic. I think yeah. Jimmy definitely uh, dabbles in irony in the next, uh, you know, 
30 albums he releases after this album. <laughs> yeah. But these are very sincere. These are very real, uh, sweet songs. And I love that about it. I yeah. really love that. I think that's one of the reasons I connect to it so much. Yeah, I do too. Um, I mean, for for me, uh, I think I Have Found Me a Home is another one that sticks with me in the back of my head. Yeah. You it's know, it's, it's, it's a nice, like, pensive, just sit, like, n- not even outside on, like, a dock. You're just, like, mm-hmm. inside, yeah. maybe just chilling with family. Yeah. It's really nice. I think it I wanna... describes, yeah, let's listen to Yeah, I want to play a little bit of it. It's yeah. so good. It's a great song. Yeah, it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. It's a little James Taylory. Yes. The days drift by They don't have names None of the streets here look the same There's so many quiet places Smiling eyes match the smiling faces Yeah. Steel guitar in there. You can have the rest of everything I own. Ooh. It's a really, really pretty song. Yeah, it's really sweet. I, yeah. I have a couple notes here on this uh, from Buffett World. Great. I have found me a home. Jimmy says in the note... I bought a red bike shortly after I decided to stay in Key West, and it served me well. Key West has drastically changed from the days when you didn't have to lock up your bike, but it's still the best place I know to ride. The streets are filled with the fragrances of exotic trees and aromas from Cuban and Bahamian kitchens. In all the traveling I have done and all the places I've lived, it still feels like home. So this is this is a real like uh, special moment for him. See, and that's something that I know I can certainly speak to, right? Absolutely. I mean, like, like speaking of, we're sitting in your new home. We're sitting in my. Did you new listen home? to this album? Did you listen? To I have found <laughs> yeah, me a home while sitting <laughs> around. Tear came to my eye and <laughs> dropped down because riding like, a red bike in circles around the living room. <laughs> right. <laughs> my neighbors downstairs hate. <laughs> but I mean, there is something to that side of Jimmy. Uh, I like. A, a lot of his music, to me anyways, uh, makes me feel comfortable, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Specifically this song, I know that feeling. Like, I know what it's like to be in places where you don't necessarily feel like you fit in necessarily. Mm-hmm. And then finding that place. Yeah. And then finding yeah. that place that just works for you. Right. And when it clicks, it clicks. Yeah, And you're exactly. so happy to be there. Yeah, that's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's amazing. And that's another thing I love about... Uh, kind of the parrothead culture. Nobody really likes to knock other people for whatever they believe. I mm-hmm. mean, it's not, and that's not what it's about. And the people that that do go after that, you see that sometimes on social media and stuff like that. But the other people, are like, hey, what are you doing? That's not why we're here. We're here because we like to just hang out and chill out. And the people that I I feel are reticent to. Uh, parrot heads. We know a couple. I do. I will say we are going to start maybe bringing on some guests. Yep. Yep. Talking about parrot heads as they pertain, you know, not in this vacuum of two parrot heads themselves, but in the world. And I think it's uh, annoying to hear people like hate on it because, in a way, it's all inclusion. I feel like it's like, oh, you just you just think you're better than us. Yeah. So and get out of here. And it's also like what we talked about before. It's escapism. Yeah, right? for sure. Like Absolutely. The, the escape whole, to Margaritaville. Escape to Margaritaville. The whole point of 
Jimmy Buffett, the whole point of Margaritaville Parrotheads is just to get away from all of the crap, right? Yeah, absolutely. Then there's certainly a lot of crap going on. I'm sure anyone oh, would say there's a lot of crap going absolutely. on right now. Absolutely. I don't think anyone's currently uh, reveling in the <laughs> in satisfaction, <laughs> yeah. I would say. So, like, yeah, just take it for what it is, and what it is mm-hmm. is supposed to be uh, an escape. Absolutely. Yeah. It's an escape. But sometimes a reminder that you found your place. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just hit the mic with my chin. Have you heard that noise? You that wasn't get... me. That was Marvin Gardens. Ooh, I was going to say you also got chin implants. Yeah. Last time oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three feet long. Yeah, massive. Yeah, yeah. Well, massive. that's the big thing that's happened to me this year. I should I, I'm that surprised out. we didn't talk about it before. <laughs> well, let's give ourselves some fake names. Ooh, I like that. Some okay. alter egos. If they have a Marvin Gardens, I think we should specifically go with uh, other names on the Monopoly board. Because <laughs> that's Marvel Gardens is like the most expensive spot on the right, Monopoly Right, 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 right. Um, let's see. Let me look it up. Yeah, yeah. Look, and I'm going to pick one. Look up some names. I'll pick one for you and you pick one for me. Okay, okay? beautiful. You go first. All right. I'm going to call you your... I'm going to combine two, actually. Okay. I'm going to call you Mayfair Marleybone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to... I'm combining two for you as well. Okay. <laughs> You are St. Charles, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mayfair Marleybone in St. Charles, Tennessee. Perfect. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, oh man. perfect. All right. Now, all it's good. canon now. Now, yeah, those are our dirty sides. Those That's are our right. demons. That's right. Mayfair Marleybone in St. Charles, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, what a dream. Do you want to chat about? Uh, do you want to chat about death of an unpopular poet? Sure. Why yeah. did this song speak to you so much? I think this song speaks to me. It speaks to the artist in me. I mm-hmm. would say I'm a writer. I'm a comedian. I like to make things, and everyone has that fear of. Uh, writing something that you know or some you know like expressing yourself and it never takes off and then something happens you know you're gone and then it takes off I Mm -hmm. think that's it's a I I don't know if it's a fear or just something that is so legitimate that happens all the time with Van Gogh and other artists like they were so unpopular oh you know Edgar Allan Poe they lived in you know uh, poverty and then when they were gone everyone realized what geniuses they were but I think that's a universal feeling of art yeah but it's also a, I don't know I'm, I can spiral into nothing to right some here. it's a it's but. a it's, it's a uh, romantic feeling as well right? it is a romantic feeling mm-hmm. the idea that your stuff lives on after you yeah even if you don't even get to realize it it right. probably is like the ultimate beauty of art yeah that you transcend your own body in a way mm-hmm. and you become this cultural uh, cornerstone yeah yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. But Death of Unpopular Poet is so sweet and sad because it's just uh, a story mm-hmm. uh, about uh, somebody who never took off and then he takes off after he go after he goes. I believe he commits suicide in it too. I think so. Yeah. Tough. It's a pretty sad song. Yeah, That's yeah. also the uh, the album closer. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, up until this point, Jimmy himself was not uh, not super popular. True. Right? Like yeah, his yeah. his art had not uh, had not hit strides yet so he mm. was uh, he was still certainly um kind of figuring some stuff out yeah so to a certain extent do you think the character in unpopular poet is him i have an answer for that in jimmy's notes on buffettworld.com Ooh. absolutely buffettworld.com the number one resource <laughs> everybody you gotta check out buffettworld.com enter, enter buffett mm-hmm. for 20 percent off uh <laughs> 
<laughs> of nothing. <laughs> of nothing. And we'll just give you a bunch of uh, search results because that's all it is. Um, if it doesn't crash your computer. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he says, uh, there's a note on this that he says, a lot of people ask who the man was in the, de- the death of an unpopular poet. It's not one particular person. It's a lot of people. People who never got their rewards financially. They played. Uh, they paid a lot of dues, but never stayed around long enough to spend it. Oh, that's pretty brutal. Paid a lot of dues, but never stayed around long enough to spend it is uh, harsh. Yeah, I mean, but it's that's, good. It's true. It's it's I mean, it's, it's like the the artist thing, right? Like yeah. putting in long hours for something that pff, who knows if it's going to exactly. work out. And I know? love that that's part of it. Paying a lot of dues and they never got to spend their dues. Yeah, right? like, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure, like, I, I know I've had these instances where I'm, you know, up late, like, writing something or editing yeah. a podcast and mm-hmm. having those thoughts, like, like, why am I doing this? Yeah, absolutely. What's the point, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's what's going on, yeah. you know? But listen, when we both pass away in some crazy accident mm-hmm. and this podcast is... <laughs> wildly successful <laughs> at least this at least i'm around screaming about changes in latitude changes in attitude and we really hope you're buying warby parker <laughs> <laughs> sherry's berries uh, <laughs> well let's hear a little bit of unpopular yeah let's listen poem. to it yeah Absolutely. yeah because i can certainly speak to that i really love it and this is cat stevensy too yes uh these these chords the strumming I once knew a poet Lived before his time He and his dog Spooner Listen while he'd rhyme Words to make you happy Words to make you cry Xylophone in there, though. Yeah. <laughs> Just the guy in the back, like, I, I don't know. I Suddenly, Marvin. But he left behind the closet filled with verse and rhyme. Through some strange transaction, one was printed in the time. And everybody's searching for the king of underground. Well, they found him down in Florida with a tombstone for a crown. Grim. Yeah, <laughs> Grim. tombstone for a crown. Yeah, Still important to know this is the album closer, ladies and gentlemen. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we're leaving it on. Oh, yeah, yeah. heavy stuff. But very sweet. I think that's indicative of like really his heart. Like it's it's uh, he's got a lot of heart in this music. Yeah, he does, and specifically I mean, in this album too. He yes. really, and that's why I think this is like such his like coming out album. His like welcome to the industry album because it has this like heart that can be easily attached. Uh, to anything in your life. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think one of the reasons this album didn't necessarily speak to me a couple of years ago is because, like, when you listen to it all the way through mm-hmm. from beginning to end, uh, it is a little jarring because there's a lot going on. But right. I think that's kind of the point. Yeah, I right? think so. I think so. It's 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 got more mass appeal because it you can attach it to different parts. Maybe yeah. isn't something... I would love to listen to this all the way through. As I said, I'd love to listen to this at a nice bar on an island mm-hmm. uh, 
I'm going. I'm actually going to the Virgin Islands next month. Are you in really? March? In March for a uh, wedding. Yeah. Oh wow. So uh, maybe I'll, I'll in St. Thomas. Maybe I'll get a a couple uh, uh, moments to experience that when I get there. Hopefully yeah. they're playing them down there. I think they should be. It's ooh, ooh, wonderful. But yeah, um, I, I do think that in other in a, another regard, this is a song that you can attach at different places to. And yes. that's why some of them have lived on and some of them have not. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, all in all, again, I just love this album Absolutely. so much. It's a fantastic um, album. I'm so happy that I we got to look at it again because I really uh, needed like a second to uh, attach to it, I think. Yeah, like Go back yeah. to it and be like, oh yeah, once I kind of slow down with my busyness... I can attach to it. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. Great. It's a great album. Um, closing out, I just want to end things on a little bit of a higher note. I'm going to play a little bit of the Peanut Butter Conspiracy. Ooh, a little <laughs> Peanut Butter Conspiracy. Which is such a fun, goofy, dumb song. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> Let's end it. Oh, yeah. So until next time, I am Ryan Middledorf. And I am St. Charles, Tennessee. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, have yourselves a great week. Hey, have a margarita. (laughs) See you next time. Looking back at my hard luck days, I really do have to laugh. Working in a dive for $26, spending it all on draft. We were hungry, hard luck heroes, trying just to stay alive. We'd go down to the corner grocery, this is how we'd survive. Who's gonna steal the peanut butter? I'll get a can of sardines. Running up and down the aisle of the mini mart, sticking food in our jeans. Took more than we could eat There was plenty left on the rack We all swore if we ever got rich We would pay the mini-mark back Yes, sir I don't think you ever paid the mini mart back. <laughs> no, I don't think that ever no. happened. You're pissed about it. <laughs> I'm so pissed. You're so bad. <laughs> What's a creative podcast network?